0: All right, well, um, welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim, and our guest today is Georges and he's the founder of Telegram Cookies. So I guess, Georges, if you want to go and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your story, and your brand, how you got started and got the idea for
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, I'm George. I'm originally French and kind of moved to the US many, many years ago now. and. Studied my career in software engineering, and moved to product management. And now, I'm a baker, I guess. Uh, uh, about six months ago, little no, more than six months ago, I started Telegram cookies, and we do personalized cookies. So essentially, we uh, write, we stamp custom messages on your cookies. So, user customers have been um, sending those typically as gifts. So to say, you know, happy birthday, get well, or some like funny inside jokes so we bake the order we stamp the message and we ship it in a eco-friendly packaging so that's uh, in a nutshell that's what the business does as I said it's only been uh, a little more than six months it's fairly new business but we just joined a commercial kitchen a few weeks ago so we're trying to like um scale up a little bit right now
0: that's awesome so what gave you this idea like you know, this inspiration to start telegram cookies
1: yeah I was trying to find a, a good gift for people a little had to um shop for like people that might not be the closest to you, like neighbors or coworkers, or maybe some like slightly remote friends. Uh, people you might not know what they're into. So you kind of go have to get them something that is as universally appealing as you can get. So, like a cookie, you know, a lot of people are gonna like a cookie, so it's not gonna go to waste. Uh, but I also I don't just uh do like a food item I needed in my view to be a little bit personalized just to for the gift to be a little bit more thoughtful um though you might not know what those people are into you still want the gift to be meaningful and memorable for them so that's where the kind of the cookie came and then the, the the custom messages ID came on top of that and then um finally the last kind of um particularly of our cookies is that they ship in a eco-friendly packaging and that part is just about you know it's 2023 and starting a business um shipping stuff around the U.S. that is not eco-friendly felt a little wrong so that's why we started to do that
0: that's cool so I guess as of right now what does a typical day look like for
1: you it's it's so many different small tasks it goes uh I'm I'm more or less a one-man show um and so it's it, everything from like uh health permit is a big one you know it's working with the city of Boston to get the health permit to be able to produce the production itself you know in, in like like tweaking the recipe um figuring out the best way to send the messages and then all those like um like insurance and uh food distributors and like so essentially all that to say i have a every day i have a list of like i don't know 15 20 like seemingly random tasks that i have to do um so there's not a lot of structure right now to answer your question
0: that makes sense so i guess as of right now what are your goals in terms of telegram cookie for the next 6 to 12 months yeah so we're going through a rebranding right now
1: um which we're hoping to complete by like august september something like that so we're gonna do uh kind of a soft launch around that time august and september and the the real goal is to have a great holiday season so for gift and particularly for cookies like the holiday is kind of the big season so um you know i'm hoping to uh make uh to to get into specific like ten thousand dollars of sale in the month of december um and so after that kind of keep um you know growing
0: awesome so as of right now how are you finding your customers are you running ads just as more like organic reach at this time it's a good question i try
1: a few different things so i tried uh social media paid social ads I try some SEO um and I'm just now started to do some PR so I would say social media itself has been good to engage the community and all of that uh it hasn't been particularly paid social media ads haven't been um super effective for my business specifically I see good um click-through rate but it's hard to you know translate that into sales and even when I do like the the cost of paid social is such that for a low margin item like mine it's really it, financially it's hard to make it work so I'm still going to do some social media content because that's fun and that's you know good way to keep in keep in touch with your uh audience but I, I think I'm not gonna focus on the paid aspect so far uh, for the next few um weeks a month and instead I'm spending more putting more effort into SEO which is particularly interesting for our brand because of the customized nature of the messages I can have like longer tail keywords campaigns like 50 years wedding anniversary with like funny message just specifically specifically for that keywords um and so uh SEO is, is an interesting thing that I'm putting more effort into and finally PR is something that I'm just starting to do and um so far based on a, just a, a few days and a few reaching out it's as
0: promising so we'll see that's exciting so i guess what are some of the current trends that you're seeing in the market when it comes to you know food and e-commerce we talked to lots of e-commerce founders so just curious just what you've seen like in the market right now but that i mean that's
1: not exactly a new thing but i think people are more and more um pay more and more attention to the story behind the brand and like you know who started it why they started it um and even if it's not a, necessarily a, you know, try to change the world kind of story, but like, is it kind of an honest, uh, you know, like independent food person who's trying to like produce something great. And so you kind of want to support those initiatives. So I see I'm part of a program called Commonwealth Kitchen that essentially kind of mentor, mentor um, people like myself like food entrepreneurs like myself and like give them all the tools to apply to the permit and to do marketing and just like teach them a lot of those things and give them access to a community and so I'm exposed to a lot of people who are trying to do a similar thing as me and um and it's tough particularly in like retail it's really hard and so having that authenticity and and that story behind the brand um can go a long way I find
0: yeah that makes sense um so guess as of right now what is priority number one Like what is screaming is the most important thing for telegram cookies
1: yeah the, the practical priority right now is uh because i moved facility i'm applying to new health permits so right now i'm very focused on you know getting the new kind of production uh up and running so being able to produce from that new facility is my number one goal so but that's very much like tactical at this point um otherwise at a higher level the goal is and and almost always is uh customer acquisition like how do you acquire a customer and that translates to how do you do digital marketing um and so that's my case definitely more than 50 percent of my time is spent on thinking of customer acquisition digital marketing all that um so it's almost in a way having a great product that is that does taste delicious and it's and is and is really um exciting and fun is almost like table steak then once you have that and you need that but once you have that, it's so much more work to put into spreading the word and getting people to understand it and to try it and to come back. So it's a, it's a lot of uh, non-food related
0: tasks and that's that's a big goal of mine. So I guess after the health permit, after marketing, I guess, like, what would be next on your list, in terms of priorities for you, like, at this moment? I think, uh, I mean, honestly, those two take a lot of my
1: time. I don't know if I have a lot of other priorities. Uh, I do, you know, if I can make it work. So if I can make the production and, and acquiring the customer and, and all of that, like, then it's a matter of evolving the brand you can like, how do you grow the brand? the the value of the brand how do you uh maybe think of expanding your product offering and getting into so I think of our company as a personalized gift company uh maybe even more than a personalized cookie company so what does that mean for like the next product that we're gonna launch and we're not clearly we're not there yet this is not the priority number one but um hopefully if everything goes well it will become
0: the priority one day so are you focused more on B2C or B2B like selling to corporations for holiday gifting?
1: That's a great question. So like from the outside we do a lot of like B2C. So it's a very uh you know we produce a lot of content, we reach out to folks uh to like customers and um so it it, it and, and we market the company as, you know, a way to have a custom message r- written on a cookie as a gift. So it's, it's a really um, B2C messaging, but a lot of the business, as you can probably imagine, actually come from um, a B2C kind of relation, a B2B, sorry, uh, relationship. So it's a lot of um, companies who throw events and want kind of a nice little like party favors or um, or corporate gifts and your end of year gifts or um yeah and then we also have like uh baby shower and stuff like that though that turns a little bit more into the b2c again but um yeah your intuition is right like there is a good amount of b2b as well
0: okay so in terms of your customers you mentioned getting you know permits in boston is it mostly folks in the boston area right now or is it all across the us like where are most of your customers located it's all over the US
1: um I'm not uh I'm based in in near Boston but uh I'm shipping all over the US from with people we've shipped to Maine all the way to Hawaii uh Alaska uh which by the way gave me an, an, another level of appreciation for the USPS uh <laughs> service it's really it's insanely impressive uh that I can ship something to Alaska in like Two days, two or three days, like and it's kind of almost like guarantee. Like that, that blows my mind. But um, so all over the US um is the answer.
0: So I guess as of right now, you know, in terms of what systems you're using, it's like, you know, you're using Shopify, or I guess what do you like about them and what do you
1: not like about it? I am so I am using Shopify, you're right. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Uh I find it you know, I, I started by trying a few different tools um, and the goal was not just to try them for the sake of trying them but like I was trying to figure out the easiest possible way to start selling something online and so I will not say that Shopify is the easiest way to get started um, so I tried a um, like Gumroad and um, uh, was it Square or so at a Square site I forgot it was it Weebly before I forgot the name but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and a few other uh, webflow, I try to use webflow to sell as well. Um, and they, some of them are easier to get started, but definitely like when you've proven a little bit of your model and you want to do something like quote unquote serious, um, Shopify is, is awesome for that. Uh, it's I have a software engineering background, and so it's it I've, I was able to kind of. Wrap my head around most of it, uh, and that was not too difficult. It, it might not be the case for everybody. I don't, I don't know, but uh, in my case, it's been really, um, you know, really good to get going. Like I am able now to like tweak things very quickly. It's kind of funny how like every time I will run into a challenge and think, "Oh, I wish I could do that," and there's usually a way that Shopify, like you know, either Shopify internally or maybe apps or themes or people have been thinking there's a lot of people in the ecosystem. So there's usually a solution for what you're trying to do. And so um, uh, for something at scale, this is definitely um, something I'm happy with right now.
0: So you mentioned that you have a software engineering background. So, so did you build the um, website all by yourself? Or did you have outside help?
1: I uh, I started off with a theme. Um, so I went and looked at the different options for Shopify themes. Uh, I got one um I got a paid theme to start with it was not too expensive but it was paid uh and then I've been kind of tweaking it since then so you have the ability to edit the code and so I've been you know every time I've wanted something that is not uh an option or something um that I can customize I just go in the code and just kind of change it I'm I'm should mention I'm the type of engineer who is very aware of the cost of each line so if there is a way for me to not go in the code I try not to I'm not kind of trigger happy in going and changing a lot of the code even though I know how to do it um so um I'm trying to keep it as limited as possible but I have customized it
0: that makes sense
2: so so that that's the point where you utilize your software engineering in your in your in your business.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Well, and so after software engineering, I moved to product uh, management for a few years and was head of product at a few startups. And that too is super helpful to have done product and project management when you run a company. Because as I was saying before, like the the food aspect of it end up being like there's such a huge amount of food work to be done that is just beyond just the food and it's a lot about project management and um so I've been able to use those skills hopefully uh as well
2: I think there is something uh common in software engineers software engineers loves baking probably <laughs> because I'm also a software engineer uh, my degree is software engineering and I have 15 years of uh, development experience mm-hmm. uh so uh I started uh a side business of uh, fast food <laughs> i started baking yeah but, uh, but I, I wasn't able to pursue it till, uh, too much but uh, because i had to focus on the business I, one time at one time we have to focus completely focus on one business so yeah i cho- <laughs> i chose this software development so i'm in software development but uh, yeah i i also have a craze of baking <laughs> so it might be because
1: it might be because software engineering are kind of attracted to something more physical or tangible. You know, we <laughs> we deal with concept and, and theory for so much time, so, such a big part of the day that it's nice to like get your hands dirty in the dough and you know, do something physical a little bit. So that might be why. But I do agree with your point about like, at, at some point, you do have to focus. It's really hard. I try to like kind of you know do a little bit of both in 10m and not jump until you like fully until you fully validate the idea and there's a lot of you know literature about what you should do and should not do i would say in my case there is definitely a point where like i had to um jump and like take it very seriously and otherwise it it felt hard to make progress
2: yeah things progress obviously things progress and get successful uh if you are serious about it and you you put your 100 then obviously uh you can you can see the success for sure
1: yeah yeah exactly
2: that's a secret sauce by the way
1: <laughs> focused focus <and>, yeah yeah <laughs> you never know focus is interesting because you never know you're like everybody think they're focused right you never know how unfocused you are um it's similarly like everybody thinks they're a good driver right like everybody thinks they're average they're above average driver and it cannot be right so you most likely even though we think we're focused we probably are not and on and until you get to a point where like you force yourself to be way more focused you look back and feel like oh was really distracted and unfocused. And so I can only imagine what's going to be like in the future. And I'm going to look back at me now and be like, oh, wow, you were still very unfocused. And anyway, I agree with you. It's it's probably one of the key.
0: I guess in terms of also like next steps, are you bootstrapped? Or are you thinking about raising money? Like what are like in terms of like, you know, like the next few years for telegram cookies?
1: Yeah, I'm bootstrapped now um, completely. I've tried to keep it to, to keep a very um Low budget, so uh, it actually took me a while for for the first few months. I really try to do everything and not spend any money, like the website photography, the the baking itself. Like I did not get any um, um, kind of help, uh, both financially and in terms of contractors or things like that. I will say, in the similar vein of like, at some point you gotta jump and and take it very seriously. I did. Had a little bit of switch in my head uh a little while ago and it's like okay i I do need to spend a little bit of money if i want to take it to the next level and so i have been now spending a little bit of my own money um into it and um so far i think that kind of that kind of switch has been very good for the business but um time will tell are you cash flow positive now are you still burning no i'm still um still burning the the profit you know the the cookies themselves are like unit economic point of view like they make money every time I sell one but I still have operating expenses that are obviously above what I'm currently making in profit so uh I'm not there yet but uh
0: um hopefully soon that's awesome but but yeah I mean, kind of like what we were talking about earlier I mean in B2B B versus B2C I mean do you like see that your margins are higher when you sell to you know in terms of B2B compared to B2C
1: um the margin and not higher, um, for B2B. If anything, they might be a little lower, um, but it brings more scale typically. Which also in my business, because, um, well, that's a separate thing, but because I allow people to write custom messages, so for that part, when it's purely custom and, and when people can pick the messages, I do the price is higher, and so I do make a higher margin based on that because it costs me more um in terms of labor obviously uh but in general going back to your question now b2c is, it's not that the margin higher it's more that it, the value of it is that it brings more scales which is very important
0: awesome awesome well um, I don't have any more questions but I just want to say thank you so much for your time today it was a, it was a great conversation I really enjoyed it um and yeah it was great learning about telegram cookies and we're excited to share this with our viewers so so thank you very much
1: for having me and for uh like letting me tell the story a little bit. As I said, we're pretty early, so any opportunity we get to share the, the words, we, we're happy to do so.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. It's very That's exciting uh, on what you're doing, and I wish you the uh, best of luck, and we're rooting for you. And hopefully in a couple of years, you know, it's going to be a huge company. So yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again. Thanks, man. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. bye Bye-bye.